the city of the dead. The living dead. A cursed city. Where the gates of hell have been opened. <clears throat> where, uh, where exactly is this city? I don't know where it is. All I know is that it's called Dunwich. Well, I've never heard of it. Uh, how do you know? I mean, how can you be so sure? I read the name. On a tombstone. Mr. Bell, if those gates are left open, it may be the end of humanity. We've got to try to get them shut again. At midnight on Monday, we go into All Saints Day. The night of the dead begins then. And if the portals of hell don't get shut before, no dead body will ever be able to rest in peace again. And so the dead will rise up and take over the earth, and you must have got to get to Dunwich. You must reclose those gates. I, you know, I was, man, I have not had time. I finished the film um, today at lunch. Okay. Uh, I'd seen it before, a while ago, but I finished it today during lunch because I remember messaging you earlier on in the week saying how my head's been fucked up with this bank holiday week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was like a day earlier than it was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh shit, I've got to get my homework done. It felt like Sunday night before school. Oh, I've got to yeah. get my homework done. Can you help me? <laughs> Um, and I wanted to do a bit at the beginning of this episode. I wanted to, I was going to, uh, maybe I'll do this down, down the line with another Italian horror film, yeah. but I was going to do a bit where I'd come on and say, right, we're going to start now. And as soon as like, actually let you know where we're going to start recording. Oh, wow. I was going to okay, be, first. but, but when we start, I was just going to start talking to you in Italian <laughs> All right. <laughs> for a good minute. I was going to have it all google translated which would probably be wrong yeah, yeah. and try and read it out in a butchered italian voice and then <laughs> on the video for you lovely video viewers because i am recording of course i was gonna dub over it oh nice like... yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i then figured as well that would be quite hard for the audio listeners because yeah. all they'd hear is the dubbing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wouldn't really work that. Well, there you go. There's an incentive. There's an incentive to check out the video as well as the audio because Tom might be doing something. He might be up to something. Crazy shenanigans on the video. And the only folks. way you'll find out is if you <laughs> if you consume the the dreadcast in in all available media forms. But there <laughs> it you helps go. Helps our numbers out as well if you watch it on multiple platforms. It does. It really does. Or listen yeah, to I... it on multiple platforms. There you go. I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't. Uh... I gave you a lead-in for this one. I didn't uh, you know, surprise you by, oh, let's talk about all these crazy stuff going on in life, and then, bam, we have actually been uh, recording. I mean, it's it. never a surprise. At this point, it's not a surprise anyway. I just assume <laughs> that you're recording anyway. It's fine. That's how, you get, that's how you get people in life. you always got to be recording. Record everything. Yeah. Leverage. It's all about leverage. Uh, but, of course, from that se- segue, from leverage to the podcast, I don't know. I'll go back to the Dreadcast, episode 40. Four zero. Um, oh wow! Yeah, forty forty episodes, yeah. and that's not including well, that's not including the trailer reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which are also very good and should be checked out. By the way, good. Yeah, um, really but yeah, welcome back to the, the Dreadcast episode four. The big four. Life begins now, Tom. 
Life begins. That's all they say. Yeah, I'm, everything hurts now, and I'm 33. <laughs> everything hurts. Mate, I'm 38 next month. Oh, you may as well be dead. <laughs> exactly, I feel it some days. <laughs> you may as well be a a uh, teleporting corpse. Oh. See what you did there. That's, Which we'll uh... get into because I have some notes on those types of dead. Not even zombies, but yes. Um, it's a reference, folks, because today we're talking about City of the Living Dead. Uh, the first of Fulci's, Lucio Fulci's Gates of Hell trilogy, um, being City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, and House by the Cemetery. House by the Cemetery or House at the End? No, I was confused between that title and House at the Edge of the Park. I think that was it. And then there's yeah. House by the Cemetery. The, the way they're worded. The I've not seen House by the Cemetery, but I have seen The Beyond as well, which is very Now, cool. I have seen House by the Cemetery, but I haven't have seen The you? Beyond. Hmm. Now they're not they're not so much uh they're not continuous, are they? As as no, they're not. Um as far as I understand it, it's a loose trilogy. Mm. Um mm. I think it may just be some recurring actors and actresses, I think is the link. Oh, I got some bits on recurring actors and actresses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do I. I did I did try and I did try and find out exactly why it was a, why it's classed as a trilogy, and I, I saw a couple of notes about that. Um, I don't think there's anything else that links them. I, I, I suppose there's zombies, zombies, the dead, Fulci, yeah, yeah. the the directors um, the same. Um, before... Yeah, I, well, there's I think um, this there's a theme of well a, a gate to hell. As well, that happens in the beyond, I think, doesn't it? Um, yes, yeah, pretty much. And uh, there's, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure there's something similar going on. Have you seen From Beyond? I always got them two confused as well. I've, I've seen them both. From Beyond is uh, Jeffrey Coombs from Reanimator cool. and um, Ken Foray and Barbara right. Crampton. And Barbara Crampton, yeah, it's a great I film. Very uh, Lovecraft, they're so. very Lovecraftian. I think you. I think. Oh like, yeah, it's it's based on a yeah. It's based on a Lovecraft story. Because um, I remember when I originally I originally watched City of the Living Dead like a couple of years ago. Oh no, quite a while ago actually. Then I was like, okay, I need to watch The Beyond. But I found From Beyond. I was like, this is a wildly different film, and it's not Italian either. <laughs> oh no, I haven't seen it, but I'm looking at some images of it now, and I I definitely recognise. It's great. The creature, yeah, yeah, it would do. I must little. have seen it on on a dock or something similar. Um, before we get into, pardon me, folks, I did just wharf down the entire ocean of fish, so it's <laughs> going to be a beautiful podcast. Oh, by the way, Heinz sponsor us for all the. <laughs> we have Heinz mayonnaise here, folks. Wolf down an entire ocean of fish helps. This is the good part by <laughs> Heinz. Seriously, good mayonnaise. This is the baller dread cast. We only go with Heinz, only the finest folks. Um, by Heinz, <laughs> it's great. Anyway, yeah. Before we get into that, I have a few notes, a few uh, little addendums. Big shout out, big thank you to all audio listeners because we passed the dread cast itself passed a thousand audio downloads, and that's Yay. fucking awesome. Uh, so a little golf clap to yeah. Um, that's awesome, and we're already rocking past that as well because the last episode is doing really well so yeah that's incredible 
so yeah, and the, just over a year of doing this. Uh, yeah, like Evil Dead Rises in the first weeks hit 17 audio downloads. That's great. That is great. It's really good. Uh, and the film has just hit 100 million as well. Well, let me cross that off my note list. So, so the film <laughs> is doing excellently well, and it is an excellent film, and you should definitely right. check it out and then immediately listen to our episode on it. But did you get the real facts about that? It's hit 100 million. It's been two weeks. No, no, it came out. Was it a, a, a week ago? No, it's got to be over a week ago. It must two be weeks. at least two weeks. It's two, two weeks. weeks. Yes. Yes, two, we watched it and then we recorded the following week, I believe. Yeah. It's made 100 million in a couple of weeks, Fortnite, on a 10 to 15 million budget. But Evil Dead 2013 made 97 million over the in, overall. Oh, wow. At a 17 million budget. So slightly higher budget and has made slightly less overall but even the rise has surpassed it absolutely smashed it yeah um speaking of evil dead i did receive my which i actually purchased on the podcast last week yeah uh my 4k <laughs> uh copy of evil dead uh 2013 from scream i always get this confused shout factory or scream factory did or you know scream factory i think it is man 4k horrors are hard shout factory they are hard to come by in England. Like this has come from America. Oh, okay. Um, this is this is the same in uh, same issue I had with my Halloween ones, my Return of the Living Dead 4Ks. Can't find them in England anywhere. Pain come on, UK. Yeah. Catch up. And the final thing I just <laughs> want to point out: we finally have the Dreadcast Twitter. Uh, uh, that was fun. That was really fun to set up. Um, and also Twitter desktop broke the other day so it's completely logged me out on the desktop so let me just yeah Uh, the phone app works though so it is the underscore dreadcast on the Twitter same as the Instagram so do go check that out it will be somewhere on this page of the for the video watchers and it will be in the information on the audio uh, feed and I believe that is all my little side notes that's that's the housekeeping have you got anything you that want is... to talk about just any anything anything um i've been watching the chucky series just recently that was you um you have that you one showed my... that last week i believe yes that was one of my most recent pickups um last was it last week yeah last weekend i, I picked that up yeah after aborting warhammer fest and deciding to go shopping elsewhere um it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. About halfway through, about seven episodes in, I think. And uh, how many episodes in total? I think the first series. I think it must be twelve. The first season. Okay. It's pretty solid. It's two, it's two discs. I'm assuming it's there's six on each. So yeah, I think it's. If it was uh, a British show, it would be six. We be we six. apparently only do six episodes for <laughs> every show we do. We do. Um, um yeah no it's really good so far it carries on from um cult of chucky so it carries on from the last movie oh wow um, so yeah if you're not if you're not up to date with your, your child's player movies don't jump into the series um it's a little bit teen dramery which i normally hate but chucky makes up for it because it is brad Dourif and he's Go on, you have a question. Sir, 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 Go sorry, I, I figured I'd be polite and put my hand up. <laughs> Just back to what you said about um, it follows on from Culture Chucky. Mm-hmm. It, does it not really cater to, say, 
if people want to sit down and watch a horror show, they pick up Chucky and start watching it. Can someone just... Or would it really help to watch? I think I, mm, I think there's enough... Uh, having said that, one of, one of the characters from the last two Chucky movies has just popped up in the last episode I watched. Okay. Um, but you do get a little bit of quick recap as to who they are and why they're there sort of thing so i guess it is i guess they've made effort for it to be accessible to people new to the franchise okay but you're probably going to get more out of it if you are a bit more familiar with it yeah um so yeah i think you you probably could pick it up if you wanted to just watch it but at the same time i think if you're going to watch tv series based on like a really well-known franchise surely you'd start with franchise anyway yeah yeah i'm, I'm going to assume that most people watching that series have some familiarity with the with the franchise but it's good that it does but i thought it was good that it does carry on um and it is expanding on that mm. story so yeah no it's, i was uh, pleasantly surprised with it because i was a little bit apprehensive i was kind of thinking i'll wait till it comes down in price a little bit before i pick it up i, I definitely wanted to add get it and add it to the collection mm. but i thought do i am i going to be disappointed if i buy it sort of full full whack but i think no, that's been the the main consensus all around really for that show that it yeah was i'd heard a lot of good things pretty about solid that. it was really yeah. solid apart from obviously the what well, we we even talked i think we talked about this the reboot where the only acceptable thing in it was orby plaza yeah yeah, the reboot's horrendous, <laughs> awful, <Yeah>. awful. <laughs> um, so that's really good. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my way through that, um, and then look forward to series two and three as they come along. So yeah, yeah good uh, stuff. Isn't three in production? Three, as it may have just finished, they may have oh. just wrapped up. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I did look the other day, and I think season two is available on Blu-ray in couple of weeks oh here we go here we go uh april 21st this report chucky season three begins filming next week so end of april it began filming so okay it's in in production it's in production then oh wow i mean like i i I, i'm kind of out the loop on the chucky franchise like we watched child's play i'd seen it before I'm back in with the ch- with Child's Play after my other thoughts on the film. I was never really into it, but Child's Play brought yeah, me yeah. back in. And it's really I didn't I had no idea that like Jennifer Tilly I knew Jennifer Tilly becomes the bride eventually, but she's even on board with the show. So is Don Mancini. Yeah, yeah. Wow, they've they've really gone in with it then. They've it really is, gone. It's it's all as legit as it can be. Yeah, that's great. Oh wow. All all original cast returning for whichever you know the same roles etc as i understand it i would have thought they would have we'll get onto the film the the today's episode in a minute folks but i would have thought with something like chucky you don't want to overdo it you don't you can't do too many seasons it's got it gonna get it played out right <clears throat> I, I i'd agree i'd agree but i mean i guess it's testament to the fact that it's been so well received that they're getting three done. Three might be its limit, though, you know? Yeah. And with it being an American series, it's probably going to be... If the first series is 12 episodes, the second series may be higher than that. 
I don't mm. I don't know, but it's not uncommon for these things to go up to like twenty plus episodes, is it? So No, but it is the studios will see if they see a profit, it's profitable. They make more. Just keep making more until it's not profitable. But unfortunately that like it kills the fan base a lot. It kills the viewership. Yeah. I mean, there's the, generally just to just to rattle on about Chucky for a little bit longer. Oh, I see. Um, there's a couple of um, there's a documentary coming out soon. Um, I believe it's a crowdfunded thing, uh, and a new book called Living with Chucky. Oh. Um, which follows like the making of and the series and how you know sort of the cultural impact of the series. People that have grown up being involved with the films and things like that. Mm. Um, so that's been... Uh, the the documentary's the same. Yeah, it's the same title. Oh, so okay. it's a filmmaker who grew up alongside Chucky. Seeks out other families surrounding. So I think they're just going to interview, you know, everybody that was involved in it and the series as it's progressed. New people that have come in, obviously. Um, Fiona Durif is in the later films. Yes, um, I remember seeing that, yeah. So That's she's obviously story. grown up with Chucky, being the daughter yeah. of Chucky. <laughs> That's cool. That's so, cool. some nice nice little things for the hardcore fans, for the proper fan base. Yeah. Thing. So I know I say there's the the doc the documentary's maybe out already, actually. Um, mm. And I know there's a, there's a book, a tie-in book with it as well, so I'll probably be picking those up at some point. Awesome. Um but yeah, that's that's my sort of latest horror-related uh, stuff that I've been I've been up to and on with. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, God, how do you? There's no segue there. There isn't a segue. Um, oh, actually, just before we do move on, the one little note and talking about shout-outs to listeners. Uh, we had a guy. Uh, I told you my friend at work was listening. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out to Andy. He's a good lad, my friend Andy. He was listening. He's what, you, what's Andy. the podcast called? I wanted to listen to it, and he was working down the far end of site to me. So I told him, and he started, and he started with the Evil Dead episode. Um, and immediately so- told me that he's going to go, in, and then we're going to go and see it next week. So he had no qualms oh. about listening to it before we see it. Um, I did tell him that it, there'd be spoilers. Um, but he said you had a very good voice. You said you you had a very came across as a very good host. You had the perfect voice for Man. being a host. So I tried to put got, my radio my radio voice you've on. You've got your radio voice. Welcome everybody back to the Dreadcast. <laughs> and obviously he knows what I sound like and he's okay with it, so <laughs> uh, it's probably like white noise to him when you talk. Maybe. <laughs> it was a little bit surreal when I went down to talk to him later on though, and I could hear my voice sort of <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like, really weird but i i have if i say i look at, i listen back to it every weekend yeah of course <laughs> well fa- yeah no thank you andy big shout out to andy thank you and all the other listeners that do listen as well thank you very much um, yes thank we appreciate you. it and we love you all um that, there's still was... no segue there but shall we start talking a little bit about today's film today's episode i had a pizza this week right nice yes let's see what you did there <laughs> uh i had a pizza this week folks it was great pizza's from italy i'm not sure i'm not sure if you guys are aware of that do you know what also comes from italy especially oh my god over 40 years ago jesus no the 80s were 20 years ago okay i'm not yeah. having it they were 20 years ago <laughs> the 80s were uh, 20 years ago yeah they were 20 years ago okay 
what also comes from the 80s in Italy was incredibly, uh, I want to say half cheesy, gruesome, unique horror films. Definitely gruesome, I think. That's Definitely a big, gruesome. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the big things for Italian horror is the gore yeah. and splatter and... Yes. And we get that we get that in spades in this film. We do in uh yeah, City of the Living Dead. Um no relation to Romero's films. Uh no. Living Dead Day. In fact, I, uh, it's a sp- it, loose. It was retitled, wasn't it? It was retitled. Yeah. I think in its American release it was The Gates of Hell. Gates of Hell, yeah. Um to avoid that confusion. The loosest loosest connection. And I'm really talking loose is because this was made after the success of Fulci's Zombie 2. Uh, uh, also, I always love doing this bit. Zombie 2, folks, also released under the titles of The Island of the Living Dead, Zombie Flesh Eaters, Zombie, Zombie, colon, The Dead Walk Among Us, Jili Ultimi Zombie, Voodoo, Le Enfer des Zombies, Zombie 2, The Dead Are Among Us, and Nightmare Island. That's all one film, folks. <laughs> so after the success of that, it is City Living Dead. But Zombie 2 is loosely the sequel of Dawn of the Dead. So the of the dead is kind of there, but it's living. It's City of Living Dead. It, yeah. It's not related to Romero, but that's a loose sort of connection. Um yeah. Uh, another loose connection is um, H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft is supposed supposedly um, the inspiration for for this, and yeah. I was racking my brains trying to think of if there was a particular Lovecraft story that inspired this, or whether it was just generally. Where did you know about it being inspired by Lovecraft before you watched it, or did you find that from research afterwards? I found it from research yeah, okay. afterwards. Um, Did you find out why? No, I couldn't actually pinpoint anything. It, it is the town itself, Dunwich. Is it just, is it literally yeah. just that? Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, right. I picked up on that. I was like, oh, yeah, the place the place is called Dunwich, which obviously scrolls, relates to the Dunwich horror. Scrolls probably. down. Scrolls down his notes uh, Probably later one on. Of the most well-known Lovecraft can, tales. Can cross that off the notes now. That was that was going to be for a bit <laughs> later. We'll get get that done and out the way. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a nice little nod to the Lovecraftian. Mm. Um, I do love. I mean, you could say Evil Dead is. I mean, hate the Lovecraft. Is it the Necronomicon? Is H.P. I mean, Lovecraft's yeah. work? Um, mm-hmm. It's it. Lovecraftian stuff is something I've always wanted to delve into. Um, anything to do with Cthulhu, like I played Call of Cthulhu, the video game, and there's a lot of that stuff that just seems fascinating. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's some of it can be pretty difficult to read. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a, a product of its time, really. It doesn't flow particularly well. It can be a bit of a slog. Hmm. I mean, it's a while since I've read any of his stuff, but yeah, it can be a little bit, a little bit difficult to get through. Um, 
there are some you know he was quite prolific there's a mixture of good and bad but a lot of other writers have later taken on to you know adapted and added to and and yeah uh, so the whole cthulhu mythos is you know was was his sort of brainchild but has grown into this huge uh, much bigger thing thanks to other people picking mm. up and the baton and running with it um if you, and don't... I, you know i've not read everything but some 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 of them are great some of them are yeah i can imagine they're a bit hit and miss yeah yeah if uh if you don't mind me asking if you, if you don't mind sir if you don't mind quite like how we we kind of started evil dead rise mm -hmm. because now we we talk about during the week about like what we're doing have you watched it you're gonna watch it blah 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 but i like that we're not discussing anything during the week leaving it all hit oh yeah yeah kept stum until we we discuss it on the pod so mm -hmm. i'm gonna open this because uh, i've seen this film before you hadn't no what did you think like, did, I hated it, it. it really this I is hated brilliant it. brilliant <laughs> fantastic there were there were bits that i liked there were things about it that i liked but overall, I couldn't wait for it to end, and it annoyed me immensely. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad I picked it then. I'm glad I made you stuff, suffer for an hour and a half. Thankfully, it was an it. hour and a half. Yes, thankfully, it wasn't overly long. I watched it with my girlfriend, and when it finished, I think we both just sort of went, thank for that. Let's, let, <laughs> let's do something else. <laughs> oh God, now we've got to talk about it. Oh God, yeah. I'm sick of this um, now. No, there, like I said, there were there were bits of it that I liked, and and just just I mean just briefly, the effects were great. There's a lot of good Italian effects. effects are brilliant. Yeah, or were brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of, and it's it, it's got it's atmospheric, and yeah, there's some good there's some. Good it has issues. I mean, I do like some outrageous over the top gore, mm. which you definitely get with, um, but certainly with this film and. From what I've seen of Italian horror films, which is not a huge amount, but I've I've seen one or two, and yeah, you kind of know you're in for a, a good old splatterific time. Um, it, it it does have issues. I will I will fully admit. I'm not. I, I've never been saying this is like oh my my favorite films. Um, no. I just when I picked it, I was like, yeah, that was um that's quite an interesting film. It's an Italian horror. It's probably not something that every horror podcast will talk about italian horror especially you know we're not talking about conjuring 725 right now or saw 1 million and whatever you know this it's a bit different it's something out there to, yeah people people that listen to the podcast might not have heard of this and might go what is that uh now aiden's just gone uh it was shit don't watch <laughs> it and like, oh well, i'm not gonna watch it then there's no point i might as well just listen I to really these liked, two morons <laughs> i really liked um house by the cemetery I did like that. I was See, very entertained no. by that. I'm not writing off Fulcher completely. Then but this may one. Maybe each, maybe next month do the Beyond, and then the month after we do we complete the Gates of Hell trilogy one in one a month. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, just gonna do a quick. I'm trying to find a good uh, synopsis quickly uh, because one thing with this film, I think I feel like you might have felt the same. The pacing is weird. The pacing is way off. Yes, the pacing is weird. The, it's really weird, and it, it's at some points, especially I'd say the first half with the pacing. If you're not 
like zoned in with this film it's quite hard to follow there's oh, so incredibly. many it, it that, I mean, so many different scenes that was my biggest um my biggest gripe with it was the mm. plot is all over the place it is until the end where it kind of comes together but that's it's literally it. it is literally the last 20 minutes where it all sort of starts to work like a normal <laughs> film and you yeah. go oh this is pretty good and then it ends <laughs> <laughs> well oh we'll talk about the ending the ending <laughs> oh my god um come on where where is it all right we'll but go yeah this. most most films while you're looking i'll just i'll just sort of say most oh, films I, I you know they establish like the rules and yeah. there's you know i mean this film this film does it as well it sets up that there's um a peril there's a big event yeah. that like oh you know if we don't the, the gates of hell have opened it seems and if they don't get shut in the next 48 hours then the world will end yeah, but that's not the si- that that's only to a few people. Everyone else in Dunwich thinks it's a pervert named Bob. Oh, they think it's a pervert <laughs> named Bob. They have no idea what's going on. And Bob Bob the pervert's introduction is brilliant. It's fucking great. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Um, so a little brief synopsis: City of the Living Dead. A psychic participates in a seance where she sees a vision of Dunwich priest, a vision of a Dunwich priest hanging himself in a church cemetery. Now. That that part is the opening. That is what happens right at the start. Um, this uh, then causing her to die of fright in the seance. Uh, New York City reporter investigates the seance and learns that the priest suicide has somehow opened a portal to hell and must be sealed by All Saints Day or else the dead will overtake humanity. Now, that kind of is the main story, but there's also kind of another story happening at the same time, which then, like we said, merge at the end, the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the, This story, the one I just read, is a bit more understandable, I think, than the second story in Dunwich, like with the psychiatrist and another family. I, I can't remember half the characters' names. Yeah, I don't um, remember any, apart from Bob. Bob. Anybody's <laughs> name. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the pacing is... Yeah, the first the first half, the pacing, you're you're going from like I said, two stories, but it feels like a lot more at the beginning. It feels like we're yeah. going here. We're going from A to F, then back to C, then to B, but then to G, then to E. Like it it's really all over the place. And it, but it it's all over the place quickly. You don't get time to really digest what's going on in a lot of these stories. It's just back and forth, back and forth. Um Yeah, what, for for a time I was thinking like, is this is this just a product of it being dubbed? Yeah. Like, it, are we losing something in translation? But I, I don't think so. I think it's just... just... When, you, when you say the dubbing, I actually wonder what I put down. I think the, this is one of the better dubbings I've seen from an Italian mm. horror, I would say. Uh, zombie Flesh Eaters dubbing is not good. Uh, but this this felt okay. This this felt good. Uh, felt yeah watchable. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it is. It, I mean, that was one of my main notes. The plot is very confused and has no sense of urgency. Like, yeah, the, hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a scene where the main characters, this investigative journalist, and is it Sandra, the uh, the uh, the medium, they now, they just stop. And start discussing where they're going to go and get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. And, they, and they just have this, like, 
and and she's the medium that's seen all this happening like she he's he's like investing his belief that you know we've got to get to dunwich and stop this terrible thing from happening and she's the one going but i'm hungry is there anywhere we can get something to eat around here and they have this like little little conversation some sort of psychic can she not just see where there's somewhere to <laughs> let's go and investigate the local cuisine oh yes that sounds yeah. great like hang on a minute <laughs> That gentleman's head just got his brain ripped out of it. <laughs> well, I'm hungry. Um, I wrote down. I did write down some of the names. Actually, I say some. One. Well, I wrote down reporter. I don't think that's his name, but he is reporter in my notes. Uh, Jerry, yeah, possibly. Jer- Let's call her Sandra. Why not? The. Uh, I think there, there's definitely a Sandra in it. I'm just not entirely sure that was her. The the casting wasn't great i don't think on the female side because they all look the same the, the yes. way they were dressed the way they were dressed up makeup hair whatever mm-hmm. I, it was quite hard to tell apart wait weren't you just in that scene with the reporter now you would just no it's a different actress that they yeah. looked very similar there was nothing to differentiate them at all really um where was i gonna go so what i liked actually i really love the concept of that the first bit of that plot about the priest it, it's just something different that was something mm-hmm. i really took away that i liked because it's different to oh i don't know space dust or voodoo it's i don't really think i've seen that before the concept of you know priest being the symbol of christianity being good you know heaven or that committing a sin yeah in killing himself which then it because it's a sin opening the gates of hell yeah I mean, I, I guess that's like what that. it is because we yeah. get no explanation no. as to as, as to why. I, I, I that it has to be that interpretation. Um, but I liked it because it was different. It is different. Sure. It is. It is different. Because I mean, and it's not more... the. I mean, it's not the end. That the, the priest's death is not the end of. His, well of human priest is well his, his <laughs> part to play which is another thing that really got me because for a for a lot of this film yeah it feels more like a supernatural like a, a haunting film like a ghost film rather that's, than a zombie yeah film. that's why a lot of things on my notes i've not wrote zombies i've no. i've just classed them as the dead mm-hmm. but there's an issue with that because after the priest does commit suicide and hang himself at the beginning, a and I, I hate this. Never do this in your zombie films, folks. I hate that the, the, fir, the first corpse came out of the ground, but he was only like a foot under the ground. <laughs> it, just, it, it just started rising up through like, yeah, maybe 30 centimeters of... It's uh, like the, the leaf litter that's on the floor. It's not, yeah. it's not even necessarily buried. I absolutely hate that, but... <laughs> That that kind of contradicted what how the, the, what the rules were for the the again quote unquote the dead later on in the film where they they just sort of appeared and they can teleport they're 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 paranormal like you said yeah rather than being yeah rather than being a deceased body in the ground coming back to life yeah I mean that this is not Romero this is not like oh, hordes no, of no 
the dead roaming the streets and walking around. Yeah. I mean, it's got there's a couple of the same sort of tropes. We see people bitten, but we tend to see yeah. we tend to see the after effects. We see bite marks. We don't necessarily see anybody actually attacked in a lot of cases. Mm. I'm thinking specifically the um, the mortician. Yes, he gets bitten by the old lady. Yeah, but you don't see her do it. No. You don't see. It's literally like off camera. He screams, and then we see his bloodied hand, and then that's it. That's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't see anything else, no. and then obviously she disappears. Yeah, because they can just in, teleport. Turns up in that house. Um. Yeah. In that, what in that was... house. It's the, oh it's yes. The, the artist lady, she she ends up there, doesn't she? She ends up in the artist lady's house. Yes, the one that partners up with the psychiatrist. Yeah, and gets yes. told off for drinking too much. <laughs> yes. Um, there's quite a lot of... Doesn't he come out with... He comes out with some statistic about 70% of women all being hysterical or some, some horrendously... Oh, he's horrendously not wrong. <laughs> misogynistic... Welcome to like, our misogynistic line. podcast. <laughs> Essentially, he turns. He t I think essentially he turns to her and says something like, "Oh, but you're a woman, so you can't be trusted to be rational or some something along those lines." Calm down, you'll attract bears. <laughs> yeah, it's very much in that sort of vein. <laughs> they're worse. They're worse than whatever we're having to deal with now, um, which is obviously not true. Yeah. Um, oh, well, so we, we have... where he gets his medical degree from? Well, he's he's also he's got a very young girlfriend. <laughs> apparently i think i looked it up she's 19 um wow. yeah right, we're, we're talking about the the dead the priest mm -hmm. and whatnot. like so after after he has killed himself he i want to say de facto becomes leader of the dead like lead he's he's sort of the cause <laughs> of them all well he's kind of created he's kind of creating them i think yeah ag again not having we we all know in every other sort of zombie film game mm. book comic whatever it is zombies create other zombies by biting them it's and the that's it's the common rule that's yeah. the common one isn't it yeah that's not the case in this no nope. the and again if he doesn't feel right calling them zombies you're right but the 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 problematic dead yeah in in the first couple of instances are created by witnessing the priest appearing to them that's essentially how it goes yeah i think um one or two of them come back i think i think bob is one of them spoiler spoiler by the way folks bob dies <laughs> we'll get to that um i think in the scene towards the end in the pub uh one of them is bob it looks like him and I think one of them is Emily, which is the psychiatrist's young girlfriend. So I don't know if I mean they we've got become... we've we've got kind of two things going on. We've got the yeah. dead rising, or you know, animating or whatever. Yeah. But there's also the instance. It's I mean the main scene where it occurs is the the couple that are making out in the car. Yeah. And we get the oh, yeah. five minutes of intestinal vomiting. And then it, she yeah. she attacks her partner. So uh, it's... Does she, though? Well, that's how, that's how I got it. Is that not what happens? 
I, you only see a hand. Yeah, I assumed it was hers. I thought so. Yeah, the the priest, the priest, um, and I feel like with films like this because it's not so common, we have to we have to go into a bit more detail of what happens, I guess, because I guarantee not many people have seen this film. (laughs) I mean, it's worth watching for the twenty minute uh, five minute intestinal vomit scene. (laughs) That was incredible. Yeah. Uh, So the priest just appears at times as like a apparition, uh, as if he's being hung. Just appearing. Yeah. Uh, and he has some sort of magical powers by looking into his eyes. Could cause There's a lot eyes of to bleed. Eyes. And, well, it's Fulci. It's got to be eyes. Um, causes eyes to bleed. It seemingly causes you to void your intestines out your mouth for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of it. <laughs> a long, there's a, there's long a lot time. to go. Um, and then he disappears. But I thought it was the priest that uh, reached out and then attacked her boyfriend. Ah, see, I was I was under the impression it was her. It could after, be. After that, then she she attacked him. I wonder what it says on the plot. Um, <laughs> that that's quite a common occurrence. That way of killing. That's like mm. their mo. They, I get. I guess it kind of tags on to the. Oh, no, this was before Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead in 85 was the first film that introduced the zombies wanting to eat brains. Yeah. You know, that was the brains. That was the first one. This is 1980. Mm -hmm. But it seems like all they go for is the back of the head, crush the skull, and rip the brain out. They don't eat it, but that's what, that's pretty much most of the kills. Hmm. Um, I mean, the other thing they seem to do is shove worms in people's faces. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of yeah a lot of worms in this film as well that's, that's how she died that's how the the young girl that went to meet bob died the priest mm-hmm. priest appeared uh she collapsed on the floor didn't seem to want to get up and he just got a cup of uh cupped his hand full of mud and worms it's little, like a mud pie of worms in your just, face just smushes it in the face and then she dies of fright like like the ring <laughs> worms ah. it was brilliant <laughs> well that that's kind of what's weird is that when you mentioned how we were introduced to bob in the beginning he he is very perverted but he finds a body which looked i want to say child size it was quite a small it's, i body. mean it is i think it is a baby yeah it's meant yeah. to be a, it's definitely a, a, a baby Let's become dirt and worms. Yeah, worms. Like but, but not. Let's not skip over it. I'm the sorry, first sorry. body he finds in that scene yeah. is his inflatable girlfriend stashed in a fireplace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I quite like the technology of it. How he just throws it and it just starts to inflate. Very impressive. Very impressive. I had absolutely no idea what was going on though. <laughs> I forgot just about that. This weird guy. Because he is kind—I of, mean, he's obviously set up to be kind of creepy, and he's, yeah, he's definitely portrayed that way, at, at least at least initially. And he, he just pulls out this blow-up doll, out. and I was thinking, and my my first reaction to it was, I wonder what that's supposed to be. It wasn't 
he's got an inflatable sex doll. It was, yeah. they're using an inflatable sex doll as something, but what is it going to be? And then it actually turned out that, no, it is an inflatable yeah. sex doll, and that's what it's made. I thought it was just like a really, like, a, an iffy prop, you know what I mean? Like, when you can tell something is blatantly a screwdriver painted silver or whatever in a sci-fi yes. film is. I was thinking, like, oh, this what's this going to turn out to be? But it was that's, actually... That's just to show... He's a bit mentally he, ill. He's he's a pervert. Bit pervert. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of the only fool stalls. <laughs> well, it's the, the same model, I think, yeah. isn't it? From watch from out, Bob! It's going to explode. <laughs> it's filled with propane. Yeah, let's make sure you didn't buy that off Delboy. Um, that that that's that's kind of like the gist of our are dead the priest and how they kind of act how they work um they don't move fast when they do appear because they can teleport i guess like one mm-hmm. minute they're there one minute they're closer to you or behind you and no one really fends them off again back to that scene at the end in the pub there's three guys um who for the whole film have been thinking it's bob or whatever going on and then they appear and they just they just they act helpless, but they don't even try and fend off these creatures or dead that are doing nothing to them. They're just standing by them. Mm. Not, not even a push or a Gamma pub. Bang. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, a bit disappointing. Well, again, um, just no sense of urgency. No, like, nobody, no, 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 nobody's that bothered. Well, back to our back to the uh, character of the film. They are very bothered about Bob. They are very yes. Um, but just before we get on to Bob, though, uh, the actor that played Bob, um, Giovanni Lombardo Radici or Rad- Radis, oh. He da- he died a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah, 27th of April. Oh, just over a week ago. Yeah. Oh, well. And he was in Cannibal Ferox. Yes. And there's also another actor in this film that is from Cannibal Holocaust. Do oh, you really? remember who it, do you remember who it was? No. You in, look, come on! You enjoyed watching *Cannibal Holocaust*. It wasn't. That I, long, I mean, though. I did, but <laughs> I don't remember any actors and stuff for the best of times. It was one of the um, grave diggers, the blonde guy with the moustache. He was. Oh yeah, *Cannibal yeah, Holocaust*. Yeah, he was the... Ah yes, he was the guy. Got his Johnson chopped off. In, yeah, uh, Holocaust. There's, there's definitely. Now I've been now we, like we watched Holocaust, we watched this. I'm starting to, and I've seen a few other Italian horrors from this this era. I'm starting to notice there's a, definitely a trend of like a core group of actors when these films were booming. You know, they were coming out year after year after year. Mm-hmm. So they went from film to film to film. Like you, know, Fulci, Umberto Lenzi, and Diodato films. They kind of just back and forth bounced off them. Well, this and Cannibal Holocaust were the mm. same year. I believe. Yes, they were. 80, yeah. Also, oh my God. Uh, not Bob. The, the blonde guy we were just talking about who's in Holocaust is in Ferox oh. as well. He's in the beginning of Cannibal Ferox. 
so yeah they um it's, it's it feels like a kind of knit core knit group we just sort of i mean go back and i guess forth. it is these are i mean i guess they are sort of low budget films it'll be people yeah. trying to get the break starting out yeah I will, going for whatever that. they could i mean they must have he must have done this one before he did holocaust because he had to sign that waiver to say he wasn't going to be <laughs> anything else yeah <laughs> yeah mm. um anyway yeah so bob uh who we've been mentioning i feel bad i felt bad for him i mean i kind of did but then it, it is it is mentioned several times that he was caught with somebody's daughter a young daughter in the woods so I think yeah, I forgot about that. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's that innocent. Um, but does he deserve what he gets? He doesn't. Des- well, <laughs> the thing about the thing about what happens to him is that 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 guy who is, I mean, essentially, he's 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 on the run. Yeah. Well, he's he's on the run because he's seen the the dead. Uh, Yes. Up to no good. He knows that there's something supernatural going on or whatever, and he's he's frightened for his life. <clears throat> so he sleeps in somebody's garage in the car. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a, a but it's garage in as in like an automotive shop, isn't yeah. it? It's not somebody's personal. It's a car like, hold. Car hold. It's not something I was actually going to say a car hall. It's gar- not somebody's personal oh, car Oh, Aiden, hall. a garage. A garage. <laughs> oh, la-dee-da, Mr. Frenchman. It's so fancy with your garage. Um, it's oh, not oh, somebody's, yeah. I, I did nearly do the corpses earlier, actually. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's, uh, it's a mechanics. It's, it's a mechanics shop, isn't it? It's a mechanics garage, I think we're supposed, yeah. to, supposed yeah. to think. Um, so he's sleeping in a car. And um, a, a girl, a teen, you know, a teenager, uh, a young lady comes, who knows him, clearly she knows him, she comes and, and says, oh, what are you doing here? And just appears. Tries to, you know, just trying to help him out. Yeah. Her father then comes in and immediately <laughs> jumps to the conclusion that Bob was about to attack her, had just attacked her. Yep. He's clearly up to no good and kills him, essentially. <laughs> uh, hey, that's one weapon that kills him. I mean, Did, does he turn the lave on, or does the lave just come on? Bob turns it on, but it's what an idiot! But it's kind of like accidental. He's like he pushed, he's pushed against it, and he, yeah, he knocks the switch and it comes on. But in doing so, gives this irate parent the idea that he's going to drill through his head in cold blood. Which, yeah, <sighs> yeah, it's his. It's... Which Bob's alleged past aside it, it is a massively inappropriate response for finding because they're both fully clothed. It's not like yeah. they're, they're in any sort of. However protective of your daughter you may be, and however dodgy you think this guy is, the, the, he essentially walks in on them having a conversation. And murders him. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. It's a wild. huge leap. <laughs> because the dad, you can see in the act, the actor's face, or the character's face, he is incensed. Like, nothing <laughs> is changing my mind from what I'm about to do. 
Yeah. And what they're like, about to do is commit murder. That's it. If the lathe hadn't been switched on, Bob still wouldn't have got out of that alive. No, he was definitely no, Bob was going dying. to be murdered at that point. <laughs> Bob was going to get got no matter what was going to happen <laughs> there. But uh, there's a pattern with a few scenes in this film that happens with this scene is that it's like, all right, come on, let's get on with it. There's yeah. a lot of back and forth shots of back to the lathe, back to Bob, back to the lathe, back oh. to that, back to... It's like, yep, yeah, let's... Let's kill Bob. There let's, is. And just get on with it. Just, Come on. As you've said that, just to bring in another one. Yeah. The buried alive scene. The buried alive scene. I've got notes on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my we'll, we'll, god. We'll talk about that in a minute then. But <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um Yeah, so when Bob so the, this lathe, it's it's not spinning at high, quite a high RPM. It's spinning quite fast, but not quite a high RPM. But the drill bit in it must be a good 15 16 mil drill bit maybe bigger At least. and it's, it's probably it's bigger fed straight through his it's not it's actually not his temple it's just below his temple and his cheek and it's right through but when you when you stop at the right moment you can then see you see the prosthetic head it's it's okay it <laughs> in some shots the teeth look like they've just been painted with white acrylic paint like <laughs> it, it looks a bit paper mache but it's okay for the quick shots um like the the initial shots of when it, it's actually the actor um hang on is it the actor giovanni lombardo Rad- giovanni um when it's him and the drill bit is actually touching of the latex silicon on his side and it's starting to produce the blood that's that's a really nice effect because they're it's in camera they're using they're using the actor rather than the prosthetic and there's a couple of those, like later on, where uh, right at the end, where Sandra number two, because I forget her name, starts bleeding from the eyes, but it happens in camera. It doesn't cut. It happens. Mm. And this, yeah, but yeah, Bob's death is. Um, he's he he is really the second story. The first story being the psychic and the reporter, and then it's Bob, and then mm. whatever's going on in Dunwich. But yeah, he he gets it bad. He doesn't have a good time in this film. No. No. Um, I mean it might be, you know, some ways deserved, arguably. If if who what knows? he's been up to previously, but it's not yeah. It's, I'm not uh, a man I'm not a man of the law. I can't judge. He's definitely made uh, to be a bit of a scapegoat for He's been Well, a for nothing boy. really, because it, it is entirely separate. Bob knows that there's something weird going on, but Nobody. Oh, I, no, no, no. I say nobody else does. They do. There's there's children that have gone missing. I think, isn't there? It's. I'm sure it's mentioned that 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 some kids have gone missing. That's why they suspected him. I mean, that would explain the smaller body mm. in the beginning. Yeah, that I think that's that. I think that is what it is. Yeah. Um, and he's the he's the sus. He's the prime suspect, having potentially previous, um. But yeah, he gets. He does seem he like he's drilled. tweaking out the whole time. He does seem like he's uh, either off, off the source, or off the hard stuff. Because he, I think it's down to the makeup. And I noticed that a lot with a lot of the characters. The, the makeup, everyone seems to look very ghoulish. They're the they're yeah. skin. The skin tones are a lot lighter with a lot of darker. I mean, I, I've got quite dark, like the eyes around there. If I had like a the, a, a 
paler skin. That's kind of what they look like. And Bob, Bob really looks like he's coming down with something, or he's he's off the crack and he's yeah, his withdrawal. Or he's got, yeah, like he's got the itches. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of light. It's lit like that as well, isn't yeah. it? And the the priest is depicted in the same way in quite a oh, few scenes. Oh, he really as, is, yeah. There's this sort of, like, lit, so, the, yeah, the eyes particularly and, and the cheekbones are all in shadow. And I, I guess it gives a, like a, a goo, like I say, a ghoulish, gaunt, skull-like mm. appearance, which, you know, I dare say is intentional, given, given the subject. So you want let's let's get in. Let's talk about the casket. Well, Since let's we're just talk- re, yeah. So we rewind into a scene earlier in the film where, um, just post post seance, Sandra the psychic has died and is from the seance. Yeah, is buried. Um, except it turns out she's not she's not dead. She wakes up in the casket. Yeah, and and again, sort of expecting a traditional zombie film. I thought, right, okay, she's she's come back as a corpse. Um, and for for but for whatever reason, um, she's not buried immediately. There are oh, oh no, yeah, they they kind of the the, the two grave diggers have started to bury her, haven't they? And then they go on a yeah. lunch break. No, no, um, no, 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 no. They they bury her, they pull her down, they start shoveling the mud, and uh-huh. then it's like five o'clock. Five o'clock oh, union, they're, they're knocking union, off. That's quitting it. time, yeah. shovels down, mate. <laughs> there, there's a graveyard which the public can go into, and there's just some woman half buried. Half buried. I mean, one of the graveyard, one of the grave diggers is comically perverted as well. I think is oh, yeah. one way oh, to put yeah. it. <laughs> He's like. Basically, just announces that he's essentially a necrophile. But it's um, fine. It's in the eighties. Apparently, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. But anyway, the, yeah. so so um, our our reporter friend is there, and she wakes up in the casket and starts to frantically scratch at the inside. There's you know the bloody nails, and yeah. she's screaming for help, screaming for help. And he he definitely hears it because he reacts to it, looks away. And then dismisses it. As, ah, it's fine. I'm, I'm imagining it. Walks away, then hears it again and stops. And then just it's just an agonizingly long time of. And he's not even looking away or walking away any further at that point. It is just cutting to her in the her in the coffin, back to him just looking in that direction, and then back again and back and forth and back and forth. And then he just decides to. <laughs> yeah, I probably should do something about this. <laughs> So then what he, he goes. What he does is so insane. It's so insane. <laughs> he springs into action. <laughs> At which point we have to assume that he's decided, yes, shit, she's alive in there. There's a, a living that that person is alive. So instead of prying <laughs> the lid open carefully, like a rational human yeah. being, he picks up a pickaxe and aims at at. A face level at head where the head would be. He's not trying to like break it at the edges or anything like that. He just swings into the middle of the coffin, like Mental. full strength. It's not even like he had to dig away any like rocks or rubble. You no, can no, no, see the it, top it, of the casket. You can see it. Yeah, they've, 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 there's not even like there's not even <laughs> dust on the top no. of it. 
And you like, <laughs> the kit cuts back to the shots of Sandra, and every time he's thankfully missing. I, I couldn't remember if there was an eye gouge in this. So I was expecting I th- to see if it was going in the eye. Yeah, I thought she had been hit at, at once, uh, at least one time. But I mean, it's like four or five swings and we yeah. see the, the spike of the pit coming in, like narrowly missing her each time. She's, But the thing is, she's not helping matters by screaming. No. Well, I mean, she's screaming. Fucking but, stop! <laughs> but yeah, it's like... He knows she's alive, but he's—it's almost as if he's trying to cover up the fact that they're burying her alive by killing her. He's not. It's there's nothing about it that suggests he's trying to rescue her. It, it Cole comes across like he's trying to finish the job. He's—he's—I <laughs> mean, he's clearly really thought about. Is, am I hearing things, or is someone alive in there? Because of the fact oh, yeah. it's gone back and forth, back we, and we, forth. We back get that. Forth. We get a long extended sort of him making his mind up. But he really hasn't thought about it at all. Has he? <laughs> he goes mental. He goes it's... absolutely insane. And he, yeah, the last bit is uh, when he gets a shot and he, he kind of digs the pickaxe in and rips some of the wood out mm. to see her face. I'm surprised he didn't just keep going. Yeah, that's what I mean. It does. It very much comes across like he's just trying to finish the job (laughs) because there's nothing about it says rescue. (laughs) It's hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that clip on the uh, for the video list for the audio listeners. Go to the video version of this episode at this time, and I'm gonna put that clip as best I can without getting copyright struck or whatever. Maybe I'll reverse it and put it upside down and uh, just so you can see how in insane there. this is okay it is mental so it is um, i mean it, you shouldn't get copyright strike it's for the purposes of review so it's for education it's for the purpose of you science can, you can see it it is insane did you notice as well why is there a mirror inside that casket um i did notice that and i probably should know all this because i think it is a thing I, 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 it's, it seems like an unusual thing, like a spiritual sort of thing. I think there is a, I think there is some sort of historical prevalence uh, for it. Prevalence is that the right word? I don't know, um, but it's a good long word, so we'll go with it. We need more of them. <laughs> but do you, do you know the difference between a coffin and a casket? Um, again, I probably should, but it's something I only learned recently. Apparently, the coffin, the whole lid, it's not really that interesting. The whole lid opens. Casket is half. Caskets are the bigger oh, okay. ones with the, like, the hands on the side and top half opens. So that is what, a casket, given yeah. that it's got that. I think it's a sort of uh, thing that like, Catholics have, they're, they're, where they're buried in the funeral and they have like, the open uh, wake. Um, uh, to anyone that knows anything uh, more about this, and if I'm wrong, apologies don't know much about caskets and coffins and all that jazz so do write in the comments <coughs> if i'm wrong i'm just trying to, i'm just trying to find a reason gotta be honest caskets look so much more comfortable for being dead in <laughs> i think i'd yeah. i think i'd prefer a casket if i wanted to be buried um that that is it's as 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 insane as a few of these these scenes are in this film, like we briefly discussed the vomiting your your insides out, or the way they the the dead rip the brains out, and so on. 
this 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 includes none of the dead none of the paranormal well i guess apart from her coming back to life it's still one of the most insane pieces in the film <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's wild again you would have hopefully watched the clip by now go back and watch it and agree with me Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy scene. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you'd take a note on that. <laughs> I, I'm I, just, I was laughing. Just yeah, I do think, and this is not to sound too snobbish, but I think a lot of people that would watch it, I don't think they would take away from that scene how ludicrous his actions are. Mm. I think I think a first time watching for, say, a non-horror geek that just wants to watch a basic horror film, wouldn't see that as just lud ludicrous like oh he's trying to save her like no watch what he's doing what he's using and why is he doing it <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. sense i mean he doesn't he doesn't call out he doesn't call no. out and say like i can nothing. hear you i'm gonna get you out it, it's there's nothing about it that no nope. that says rescue it's it's unbelievable um it is one of the it is one of the scenes that genuinely made me laugh out loud when i saw it I can't, was there a reason she came back to life? Um, I think they explained it as the shock of seeing what she saw put her in a coma or something like that. It, mm. they're, they're, so she wasn't actually dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was, yeah, I think, I'm sure there's a line in there that, because there's the, the older lady yeah, who's yeah. like a, another medium i think she says something about like the the shock and the trauma of seeing the priest kill himself the gates open put her in a, a state of near death or something like that um Do they they talk about uh is it a book of epoch is it epoch uh enoch the book enoch, of enoch that's it um yeah it's fourth century jewish religious work yeah and all saints day being the day that apparently is when the dead are meant to take over and rise and have their time um that did, did you catch uh the thing about dunwich uh, relating to one of our, it's, it's kind of relating to one of our horror cliches. It being the uh, built on the yeah. ruins of Salem, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is nonsense because yeah. Salem exists. There's no. Yeah, what happened <laughs> to the whole town? <laughs> it's not. It's not gone anywhere. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, like, but yes. Um, yeah, they were, they were. So I was. Uh, yeah, I did make a note of a couple. We had a couple of tropes in this actually. Um, Do tell. So yeah, that was one. We're talking the burial ground being, you know, built on a burial ground. Mm. Um, sort of a version of that. Burial we had, city. We had the car not starting with the on the the lovers making out when we oh, first see the priest. Yes, of course. He, uh, he's. He, spends again th there's a lot of things that are just overly long so he spends yeah. an overly long time trying to turn the car over uh pardon me we also had a cat attack 
I wrote the cat attack. We had the cat attack <laughs> with the, the artist lady who's painting a picture of a rhino as well. <laughs> Just re Big of all picture as well. Things, of all the things that she could be drawing. It was a rhinoceros. There, there's obviously some hidden meaning. Just some hidden meaning. Um, also, that cat just, was adorable. It's just weird. I mean, why not just uh, something like a, a bit? I mean, I got maybe it's it'd be more boring if it was just like a some fruit and a wine bottle and a traditional sort of still life. But a, a rhino, rhino. <laughs> just he's just crackers. I mean, why maybe, not? Maybe why maybe not? the actress could actually draw. Maybe maybe they said just do what you want. She's like, I can do a rhino pretty well. Oh, I can't do. I can't draw. I can't paint. But what I can do, I can't is do oranges. But I'll do. A... <laughs> All I can draw is rhinos. Large horned African <laughs> mammal. Got you. <laughs> can't move for rhinos. <laughs> it, was, it was a bizarre choice. Well, that cat. That cat was adorable. And then suddenly, suddenly, just lost its shit. Yeah, I mean, cats do do that. But yeah. yeah, I thought I was like, oh, yes, I've got two. I can start doing a little list of, of uh, tropes as a little throwback to our previous episode. On the car, subject. the car, the cat. What did I say? I said one as well. The burial oh, the, ground. The, the burial ground three. Wait, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Are there any more? Not that I noticed. Not that I noticed. No. I mean, oh, The common maybe. ones, really. We had... Uh... But yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole... It was so the town of Dunwich was supposedly on the site of Salem. Um, yeah. Where all those witches were burned. They didn't burn any witches. All the no. Salem witches were hung. Um, it, kind, it kind of makes sense uh, location wise, though, because if they're in New, New York slash New Jersey, because I think the, the, the cemetery uh, was either New Jersey or New York. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm no, not, the cemetery sure. was Massachusetts. Was it because Manhattan's in the background? The the cemetery, the, the one the, where he went met, went buck wild with the the. Oh, pickaxe. sorry, sorry. Um, where they where they start? Yeah, out. yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was. Um, so that New it was Jersey, one side yeah. of it was one side of Manhattan, so it's probably New Jersey. Yeah. Mm. Um. So it, it, distance wise, it makes sense because you could you could drive to Salem, Dunwich, uh, Massachusetts. Um. In fact, I'm gonna look up. Here we go. I found Salem in Boston. Let's see what a drive from Manhattan is looking like. Four hours. It's not bad to stop the gates of hell, you know. Stop some I mean, food, obviously. They, they could have plenty of time to stop for some food and have a discussion <laughs> about getting some food. You got like, it. Just you got forget it. the gates of hell opening and the time immense time pressure we're on. I want a what do they, what's what do the in Boston soft clam, shell crab clam chowder it's clam. chowder chowder say right <laughs> chowder what's the yeah what's the Boston delicacy that that is sorry that is one that is possibly my favorite Simpsons line ever well, other than they have it's delicacy but yeah clam it, chowder you're right it's chowder <laughs> some Boston cream pie. I ain't gonna touch no. that one. I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> I've just I've just googled Boston delicacy. And oh, I'm glad Bo you said that. <laughs> Boston cream pie is top of the list, and then it is various clam 
Chowders. Wipe your history. Wipe your history. <laughs> oh, that's, that's far worse on you. I believe um, you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. They do. They stop and have a lengthy conversation about getting some food. And all the worries of the dead rising and taking over the earth are forgotten. Well, uh, it kind of is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm it surprised we didn't get a scene of them actually sitting in a diner and eating something. For the it's amount implied. of time that's given to them deciding to do it. It's implied. You have to assume they did. Because she went all about it for so bloody long. She, she did. Um, she did. I, I, I mean, neither story was really captivating. But I think no. theirs, theirs came out as the main one. Then yeah. secondary being uh, Bob slash the psychiatrist, his girlfriend and the, the, the family with the, the kid, John John. Because um, I think the kid is the little brother of Emily, who the psychiatrist was seeing. So that's the family. Yes. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I think remember. that's right. Um, and then they merge at the end, obviously, the stories. Um, yeah. I I didn't... I, obviously, the main story is revolving around the, psychi the psych psychic saw the priest do this. So she's involved. How was the psychiatrist... And Emily and her family all involved in wanting to know more about the gates of hell being opened, the priest and all that. Um, How did they get involved I, in the end? I mean, they were attacked, weren't they? Is it not just that? Oh, no, she, no, she, uh, the girl died. Because then the little boy starts freaking out about it, doesn't he? Because um, yeah. he sees her. She comes back. Yeah, 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 she does. Yeah. Because um, the the dad's like really dismissive of it. Mm. I can't remember what he says now, but I remember laughing about it because like the mother's like, "There, there." He's like, "Oh, so he, oh, so he says you've had a hard day or something <laughs> like that." He's like, "His sister's dead. <laughs> We've had a funeral," and he's like, "Oh, you've had a a long day." That's how he says it. Long day. Like, a long day. Like you've been running, wow. you got up early, you've been running around Disneyland all day and you've come home and it, it's, oh, you've had a long day, pal. Like, yeah, you've been at a funeral. There, there, better rest it um, off tonight. Get to bed early. You know. I was a little bit, dis well, I did, I must admit, I did like the scene where he phones, he, the kid phones up and says like, my sister's just come back and killed my parents. Yeah. And we just have the blood dripping through dripping. the ceiling into the into the milk that was that was creepy yeah sometimes that 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 kind of adds to the whole sometimes you don't need to see everything that's mm. heavily implied obviously what's happened from what we've seen earlier on with yeah. deaths so i assume and they, they reference it um when the psychiatrist and the reporter meet up in the end they go upstairs to see what's going on you don't see them but when they come down they're just like it's a it's a mess. It, they've been just absolutely ravaged. They're, there's nothing left of them. Like it's all heavily implied what this corpse entity of Emily has done to them. Mm, it was very good. Was that? And then the, one of the other standout scenes, which is around that time, I think it was after that, is the. Can we talk about the maggot blizzard? Of course we can, because my note here says a lots of maggots. Lots of maggots. That's a lots lot of, of maggots. maggots. I have a note that says lots of worms as well, but that's just generally fulfilled. <laughs> but yeah, maggot rain scene, question, uh, exclamation point. Sideways rain. <laughs> but just with the little clusters glued to your cheeks. Yeah, yeah, they're just there. 
<laughs> four, a couple on the forehead, um, and then the other ones just thrown at them or sprinkled so, on them. So I, I forget like how that comes about or why that kicks off. Can't remember what house they're in, but this is when all four have met up: the reporter, and the mm. psychic, and the psychiatrist, and Sandra too. Another female. Yeah, I can't. The Sandras. Yeah, when they've all met up, um, and suddenly the Louvre doors open from the outside, and this uh, it's. it's insane amount of it's it's like johnny depp being killed but they're maggots just flying out instead of the blood it reminded me of uh, when i went uh, when i was 18 and i went to magaluf and we went to a oh, popcorn no. party where, oh no where are we going with it where are we going with this <laughs> where basically just they had big hoses just blasting popcorn into onto the dance floor but it was what? like that but yeah it was it was a very very strange thing yeah. like it was like the the, phone, the nightclub did like a phone party on a Wednesday and then on a Thursday they did a popcorn party and it's the yeah, same thing that, but instead of foam it's popcorn. Well, it's, I very, guess it's kind of implied in the title really. It's very odd. <laughs> it smelled really good but it was strange. Better than maggots. You're definitely better than maggots. Ever, the floor is... But, you yeah. can't see the floor. It's just maggots. I mean they probably... I don't know, they put something else down to look like maggots and then just sprinkled a few on to blend in. But mm. even the phone is covered. Everything is covered. There's no... There's no reason for it. it just no, happens. we've not had anything... Well, I say we've not had anything like that. There was the mirror bleeding. There's a mirror... Uh, is it in the bar? The mirror breaks and stuff. Oh, yes. The first instance in the bar where things start occurring, like the wall yeah. breaks and... Um, yeah. But even so, like, they don't really reference... They don't... But, but, but yeah, it's just a weird thing that happens. It's and like again, one, it's... a one-off. It's this sort of... The film can't decide whether it's about The Walking Dead or whether it's about ghosts and supernatural yeah. things going on. And I guess with... <clears throat> I'd say it's not a zombie film in the traditional sense, so I suppose there is this extra supernatural element to it. But it, yeah, it's it, it's an odd thing that we get these like almost like a haunt, like you'd sort of stuff you'd see in a haunted house film. You know, the mm. the walls bleeding and there being maggots everywhere and cockroaches everywhere. It's it's odd. But yeah, we get the blizzard of maggots, and but it was the just the little clusters of them glued to people's cheeks <laughs> that made me laugh so much. Not not one of the finer effects in this film. Not not really. Um, which I we'll get onto the effects uh, just before you do that. You just made me think though. Who are you talking about? You know, he doesn't know what it is. So I'm Walking Dead or Paranormal. Mm -hmm. I guess a zombie because it's not a reality based thing. It's not real. It's not. A real life thing it i guess you could class that as paranormal activity in a way but yeah has there really been any big uh, big combinations of of both of those aspects in a film before like this is clearly trying to do it but i'm trying to think like i said most zombie films are space dust uh, uh america a government operation a gone virus. wrong a virus um, or like Paranormal, yes. like, paranormal sort of zombies. I can't really think off the top of my head. Um, or, or it's a zombie film that's not given an answer, which I, I prefer for a lot of the time. You don't need an origin story. There is one uh, that springs to mind. Um, and I, uh, Children of the Living Dead. 
Children of the Living Dead. Children of the Living Dead um, is a 2001, like, straight-to-video horror film. Um, I used to have a DVD of it, and I, I don't know what happened to it, and I've not oh. seen it for a long time. But oh, that has, like, one super zombie sort of going and that's a little bit more... Uh, this looks rough. <laughs> like person. Oh, so Tom that, Savini. Yeah, that... It's not awful. I mean, it's certainly not great by a long stretch, but it's not terrible. Mm. But the main the main antagonist is is this character called Abbott Hayes, who is, I think is I think he's a serial killer that is killed, and then he reanimates. It, like he comes back as a, I guess you call him a zombie, but he's a little bit more like with it, and he then creates other zombies. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. I say, it's a long, long time since I've seen it. But if I if I remember rightly, it's not, um, <laughs> it's not a virus. It's not um, anything like that. There's something a little bit more supernatural going on, I guess. Like. There's ghost powers or something. Yeah, I mean? it's that sort of that sort of thing. Man, I'm getting really sad now. Like I clicked on Children of the Living Dead IMDb, and when you scroll down to more like this, it's it's showing me a few films that I forgot existed, and I'm quite glad I forgot they existed. Like, so John Russo, I believe it's John Russo, uh, the co-creator of Night of the Living Dead, um, is quite a hack. He's a real hack. And he re-released Night of the Living Dead 30th Anniversary Edition, but it's re-edited with new scenes spliced into right. the 60s version, but with, like, modern actors. It, okay. It's fucking awful. It's oh, horrendous. As, but then on this more like this, it's got that. It's got Night of the Living Dead 3D, which unfortunately has Sid Hagen. I love Sid Haig, but for a film like that, Night, there's Night of the Living Dead 3D reanimation. Reanimation, I'm seeing it. Night of the Living Dead Resurrection. Night of the Living Dead Origins. I Day feel of like the... I've seen Resurrection. And I've seen Day of the Dead 2 Contagion as well. I had never seen Day of the Dead 2. I've seen the, re- oh, the remake of Day of the Dead, which came out, I think, late too fat, late noughties. That yeah, was, does that was mean... horrendous. <clears throat> does it have Mina Savari in it or somebody like that? And Nick Cannon. Uh, and zombies yeah. can crawl crawl up the walls and they run and oh, it's yeah yeah well, I these think, these, I think these zombie like films these zombie films got butchered butchered to death they're yeah, no pun intended but <laughs> um the day of the living dead wow <laughs> and they're all like they're all between two and threes out of tens they 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 yeah none of them feel or seem original or... I mean they're all they're all basically just we, it, we'll just make the, the title similar enough to one of the good zombie films in the yeah. hope that we can trick enough people into watching it that we actually Brick. do that we, it's it's clickbait it's like zombie film clickbait like I've I, I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Return of the Living Dead franchise but that's only a one to three I've mm. not seen the fourth one, which is Necropolis. I mean, uh, Night of the Living Dead Origins has Tech Nine in it, the rapper. 
<laughs> doing a zombie voice. A vo- what? Bill Mosley's also in it. And Tony oh, Todd. Bill Mosley would be in anything because Bill Mosley's awesome and loves horror. And Joseph Pilato. Joe Pilato? Is, yeah. Um, the the general from... Yeah, he's Rhodes. Um, yeah, Rhodes from Dawn of the Dead. He's in he, well. he probably needed a paycheck, though. Quite possibly. Um, but... Back, yeah, back, so back to the whole like this. This is actually no. This is not a tangent. This I think ties into what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Uh, how how many other films really incorporate the two aspects like that of the Walking Dead mixed with a paranormal side, rather than its generic storytelling? Yeah, not generic, many. generic plot device. And I think not all many. the I all mean, these maybe... shitty ones. Maybe going back even further and looking at like ones that inco- that use voodoo as the basis for it. Um, voodoo was voodoo was used quite a lot. So, I mean, it was in the, in the original, the, the original zombie film was yeah, voodoo. yeah, white zombie, white zombie. No, no, so uh, there'd be something like that, I guess. What? No, uh, I walked with a zombie. Yeah, I walked with a zombie in nineteen forty-three. Yeah, Caribbean Island. Voodoo, yep. But yeah, unless it's unless it's something like that, then not not many others. I think they usually go down the the excuse me, like the most I guess a sci fi um yeah. reason origin for it. Yeah. Um God, we don't really get zombie films anymore, really do we? Like big big i think walking dead kind of played it out yeah well that's the i think it, it needs to be you know put to bed for a bit i don't yeah. really want to see any any for a while i think oh sure you know one thing with the zombies and going to the effects with this is that i might not have liked the looks of the dead in this as much but it was different they 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 had a different look to them rather than just the decaying like zombie flesh eaters ones they they literally look like skeletons with just a bit of skin falling off of them yeah um i didn't mind the look i didn't love it of these zombies they they were they were very gross very like pus pushulating sort of uh yeah sores, sores all over kind of a little bit planet terror-esque um mm boils and yeah sores and pus everywhere um but the effects in general yeah we said uh, were great um the the yeah, puking yeah. the puking of the intestines like it was just i know we've already talked about it but we'll talk about it again it's so visceral it's so it's like it, it's like the film saying no you were gonna keep watching this bit yeah you're gonna you're it's clockwork orange you're gonna keep watching this i mean we get like it's not just like a few entrails. It's not just like a few bits. We no. get like the entire elementary canal. Like we get, yeah. we get everything. And <laughs> like there's even a... lumpy bits that are like. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, like we get stomach, lungs. We get everything. It's great. And it, they get they do close ups of it, close ups of her mouth, mm. and you can see that it's. 
I would assume it's pigs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's some sort of... It's probably they went to a pigs. butcher yeah. shop, didn't they, and, and got, got a bucket of offal or whatever. Um, and, yeah, the I mean, the, I said earlier, the, the main kills uh, that occur in this are the grabbing of the back of the victim's head with one hand crushing the skull so the brain squidges out. That's... That's a really nice effect. That was our reporter. Our reporter bites it like that uh, later on in the film, uh, where they're in the the cave, the uh, the zombie yeah. cave. <laughs> <laughs> I I really I did like the end. Like I said, when it when we got to that point, which was only like the last twenty minutes yeah. or so of the movie, it all kind of comes together, and it's like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, um, it really does. And. But then it ends. But then that's it. Unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, that's like when they when they they our two stories get together, they they end up at the graveyard in Dunwich, Salem. But and they find the priest's uh like tombstone or tomb. But it, it leads into a big cave where there's more dead. Yeah, essentially, it's it's a cat. It becomes like a cat, catacombs, doesn't it? And they're down there, and but. I mean, some really good shots of like skeletons and bits of bodies coming through yeah, the ceiling yeah, yeah. of it, and like you get the sense that they are under the graveyard and bodies are starting to slump through. And do you know what's as more well terrifying? As that have been interred in there. What's more terrifying than The Walking Dead, though? Rats, apparently. <laughs> she loses her mind with those rats. Forget that there's a. a priest just appearing uh making people's eyes bleed and there's dead walking teleporting they're surrounded by bodies some of yeah. which may may or may not come alive and try and murder them but yeah the, the, that rat them rats <laughs> them rats them rats them rats man and they start eating one of the bodies one of the um the corpses so city of the living dead 2 rats taking over <laughs> and you notice uh, when they get to the end of their little cave set and the priest appears mm-hmm. and um, uh main psychiatrist guy kills the priest, which a yep. mm, bit iffy about that because well, it's first incredibly he, iffy. First, the whole film is incredibly iffy. Firstly, he, <laughs> kill, he, he kills him, uh, ironically, with a cross. Yeah. A cross but I, it was a cross, but... I don't think I think that was just coincidence. There's like, just a bit of wood I, there. It was just yeah. If it was just a wooden post, yeah. the effect would have been exactly the same. And yeah. it it happens so quickly, so easily. It's like she stood there. She's her eyes are bleeding. You think like, oh, this is it. This is it. And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this! <laughs> we'll deal with dealing with this now. Like I'm not, I'm not just. I can't be bothered with this. Dab, and <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all it took. Yeah, but yeah, and they don't. Fo- think... They don't focus on the wood to show this across. You just sort of see it. You do actually just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's irrelevant that it's across, like in terms of the it being like a holy implement or anything like that. Yeah, I think it's just a convenient bit of set dressing. And it's and that's it. That's all it took. And you just kind of think, why didn't why didn't nobody else try this? <laughs> what do you think about this? But that's <laughs> the thing, though. That's what I meant about Iffy. Is that this 
priest, whatever he is now, some entity, because he's not human anymore, right? He's some sort of entity that can teleport I mean, and transport. The, so by stabbing the, him, he has mass. He well, has... that's it. The way the way he's been like popping in and out of existence throughout the entire film, you're firmly led to believe that he's a ghost. Yeah. A spectral. So... But but no. They all they have can... some sort of mass and insides to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's kind of all desiccated and and rotten. Yeah. Given that he punches a hole sort of clean through him, apart from a bit of yeah. spine, I think, just for effect. But it's very sort of death becomes her hole straight through the middle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where they got the inspiration from? I love Death Becomes Her. I think it's a it's great good. film. It is good. Yeah, it is a good film. Um. um but yeah, and then he just bursts into flames, and they all burst into flames, and they all burst into flames because he's the leader. Yeah, I guess. Now we come to the ending of the film. To the yes. Now, if you think a lot of the film didn't make sense or the pacing was bad <laughs> or whatnot, the ending makes. No sense whatsoever. Like, I mean the very ending seconds of the film. Uh, any explanation? You found any explanation? I have found an explanation. Have you? Because I have they, so. The film, the, the, the scene that they shot, I found your neck, I found your birthday present, by the way. Oh, I'll check no. out that link. Um, oh, no. The, the, they shot an ending. I, I, I gotta be honest, I really love that poster, to be fair. It is quite smart, isn't it? Um, just for you listeners, I've found a City of the Living Dead mug <laughs> on a collectibles website. $20? Um, go, go away. No, thank you. They, yeah, they shot, they shot a scene, they shot an ending, and the film got damaged. And they didn't have time no. or budget to shoot anything else. So they just kind of cobbled together edited this open-ended i mean look we should probably say what you know yeah tell, tell the people what happened like say what happened so yeah we get, yeah so everybody oh you know the 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 priest is stabbed all the zombies burst into flames and our two survivors it's just yeah, the, it's just the two psychiatrist and sandra number two yeah they uh, exit the the tomb. It, day, it's daylight, and the the police have arrived. And with John, John. along along with the police, is is it John John the yeah the the little boy? Yeah. yeah, he comes running towards them, and then there's a scream. He has a look of horror on his face, um, and that's it. Essentially, that's. Yeah, there's an effect on the state. They put a, a, like a an effect a, on the screen, like a burn effect, a crackling effect. Yeah, but that's but it. it. There's no reason why she screams. There's no uh, presence of any zombies or what. No. The police don't do anything. It just happens, and there's no reason for it whatsoever. No, I did, and it's supposed to just be kind of an open-ended. Well, like I say, the reason is that there was an ending shot, and. Yeah. They, the film was damaged and they didn't have time or money to, to redo it. So they just had to cobble something together. So we ended up with this weird, like, open-ended thing. I found... <coughs> excuse me. I found a couple of people talking about it. A couple of... Uh, an article or two online. 
discussing it. Um, that that try and sort of rationalise the ending that we do get that the the scream comes from the fact that the, the, there are zombies still active on the surface, mm. which suggests that they've not ended the curse in time. Mm. Um, oh yeah, it had to be done in a specific time before also. Yeah. Day, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that the cops are somehow the, the the coppers that we see are zombies. Um, but it basically it the the it's a rationalization of um this incredibly weird vague ending that like oh maybe they didn't actually do it and because uh, because the, the look on John John's face is something of kind of horror that maybe he's seen something uh gruesome but we don't get to see what he sees because it just finishes yeah um but yeah unfortunately we we I don't know I couldn't find anything explaining what was shot um it may that it may be out there and i just haven't found it but um yeah they they had a they had an ending and it got damaged if so. if that if that really is the case i feel like they should have cut at least a few five seconds like you cut when they have escaped the tomb mm -hmm. and they're taking their breath and you cut yeah. there Put some nice music on it. Nice music. Credits. Then, or or just look over and there's John John, and you cut like all they had to do was cut that, rather than leave him what they had. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not saying that what they what we have what we are left with works. I don't think it's good, mm. but I see what they were going for. I think mm. we're supposed to have this sort of sequel bit. Yeah. Oh. They didn't actually solve the problem, um, mm. but yeah, it's not overly clear that that's what the case is. It's it's just strange. It's just odd. Found some uh, again. I'm going to preface this with saying uh, I am not 100% aware if any of this is true or not because it's on Wikipedia, and I don't like to be the the guy that just reads shit off Wikipedia because it's lazy. But this stuff's quite fun. Uh, back to the maggots. Apparently it was 10 kilos of maggots. Oh, wow. Okay. It says here, to the surprise, to surprise Fulci, one crew member took some of the maggots and placed them in his pipe tobacco, which Fulci only learned about after a few puffs of what he was smoking, <laughs> angering him immensely. Fulci would later theorize this incident led to his future illness as he underwent heart surgery in 85, suffering ventricular aneurysm, contracted viral hepatitis, and developed psoriasis of the liver. Mm. Uh, many of the film's <laughs> gory and graphic scenes were not included in the original scripts, uh, such as when the scene where the character vomits her own intestines. Um, and here's the best one. So the scene where Peter smashes, Peter smashes Mary... Okay, so her name wasn't her name was Mary. We didn't know that. There's definitely a Sandra in that film. <laughs> well, she we'll call her Sandra. When Peter smashes uh, Sandra's coffin with a pickaxe, that was shot in New York, but the interior of the coffin was shot in Rome. Apparently, uh, no. Apparently, no. I did read. I did read that they shot a lot of it in New York. Yeah. And into certain some interior scenes were done in Rome. I didn't know that it specified that. Just that, yeah. <laughs> and it it says here that 
Uh, she recalled that she would blink every time the pickaxe hit the coffin, uh, or whatever they used. Uh, quote: It was just a nervous shit. reaction. What? Well, no, no oh shit. yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. And quote: It was just a nervous reaction. Uh, Lucio was getting cross. Sorry, was getting crosser and crosser. He pulled me out of the coffin and shouted, "I'll show you how easy it is." So he climbed in the coffin and did the, did the same shot without blinking, saying, if I can do it, you can do it. It's mad. Man's a madman. Yeah, well, this is, this is <laughs> as we saw when we did uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. Horrible, horrible directors pushing their cast. Oh, we've done two Fulci films now. Just realized, yeah. Have we? Cannibal Holocaust. That oh, wait, no, that was Deodardo. Deodardo. Deodardo, yeah. No, it's uh, just uh, it's it's just Italian film directors of a certain age are all awful people, apparently. Just mental, mental people. <laughs> I, I, I was that Fulci, like, there's uh, obviously Zombie 2. Zombie 3 is not good. Um, Zombie 3, uh, yeah, Chemical again. Um, what was one that I was really keen to do at some point? Yeah, House by, House by the Cemetery I've seen, and years ago I did see Zombie Flesh Eaters, but I can't really remember that. It's, uh, it's I know very... I've seen it, but it's a long time. Oh, there we go. Uh, Don't Torture a Duckling. Love oh, yes, do that at some point. And uh, New York Ripper. New York Ripper. Those, those have been on my... To... Oh, he did the I Black mean, Cat. Of course, he did the Black oh, Cat. Screen, Enigma is meant to be good. I mean, there are there are films of his that look. These Conquest looks like it's right up my street. You can really, a, you can really sorcery type thing. Pinpoint when you if you're watching an Italian one of the big Italian horrors, you can pinpoint which director you're watching. Like, mm. um, Fulci. Like, oh god, I'm blanking now. Um. Oh, Suspiria, uh, Argento. Argento's uh, way of film, filming and sound design set, whatever, is very different to, say, Fulci. Fulci's very different to Diodato. Um, Umberto Lenzi did Eaten Alive, I think. Again, that's on my list, Eaten Alive. Uh, but they, they're, all, they're all very unique. They're all very... Uh, they're, they're, they, you can tell. Fine. Yeah. Um, which one's which? Uh, was he? Alberto Lenzi. Yeah, I, I've, I say I've, I've done a couple Pierre of Fulci's. I've seen a couple of Argentos. Um, we did I pieces. Know, I know I've seen a couple of like Nazi zombie movies. Oh wow! Which were like a bit of a trend in Italian horror for a while. Yeah. Did pieces. Pieces, pieces. Uh, no one I know. Juan Piquet Simon. <clears throat> is, it, is it weird to think, or it's, it's probably very ignorant to think that I, I certainly didn't realize years and years and years ago that Italian horror was such a big thing. I didn't realize they had such a boom in horror scene back mm. in the 80s. I don't know. Is it ignorant to think that it's just so obscure? 
Uh, you think, oh, American, English, Japanese, maybe Canadian. Canadians, big, 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 big time horror fan, horror films. No, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, among genre fans, I don't think it's too obscure. Hmm. Um, I think if you said it to a lot of the normies, go watch an Italian horror film. Like, oh, yeah, but I mean, how many people outside of you know? Outside of Italy are watching Italian movies full stop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it's not, people don't tend to. Well, it's when you look oh, back I, to the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's well, the yeah, yeah, Fistful yeah. of Dollars trilogy. That's, they're Italian films. I mean, they are. Yeah. Don't yeah. That, that, that <laughs> they're they Italian. Are. And I don't think a lot of people would know that, really. Probably it, not. No. Clint Eastwood Western. It's not American, it's Italian. I mean, if Clint Eastwood hadn't become the name that he did, then perhaps, yeah, perhaps they would, uh, they'd know more. But yeah, I don't know. Like, like I say, it's, you watch films from all over the place without necessarily realizing it is because mm. the vast majority of stuff comes out of Hollywood, so you just kind of assume that everything's come yeah. from there, um, unless it's like all actors of foreign actors and it's in a different language and the subtitles you know what i mean you wouldn't necessarily know definitely so, curious you remember a while ago i showed you that book i've got of um horror movie posters from different countries uh throughout the years um yeah i'm curious to go look at it in a minute after we've done this and see if there's a different there'll be one that says gates of hell i'm sure but i want to see if there's any different ones it'd be interesting to see um i yeah uh, as a whole as, as a whole then because i i haven't really got too much i haven't got anything else actually really on this film um <laughs> i don't i don't i don't hate it i i enjoy it i i'm i'm a sucker for a lot of italian horrors like this it does have problems it i will fully admit it has lots of problems but i think the key point for me is i love the concept because it's just different yeah fair enough i mean if if the pacing hadn't been so off yeah if they'd have picked one story and gone with it i i probably would have enjoyed it more because i like the effects yeah, um, yeah it was entertaining in the way that a lot of like schlocky 80s horrors are which you know is my red and butter i do love oh yeah yeah that sort of stuff you know trauma films anything yeah like that it's prob I'd, I'd probably put up there above any of your sort of uh hereditaries or you know get outs or any of the like they they big, don't do anything for me <laughs> modern horrors you know what i mean yeah um they they do nothing for me really but it just it couldn't it just it couldn't get going quick enough mm. and, and well enough and it, like i say it was finished it was glad i was glad it had finished yeah i probably won't rush to watch it again um but i love the yeah i love the effects it had some moments it had some, definitely had some entertaining scenes um <laughs> like it I'd, I'd probably enjoy it a whole lot more as like a mystery science theater episode. yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah i know like exactly i could sit and, i could sit and rip on it all day but i don't think i'm it's not one i'm gonna put on my shelves put it that way that's perfectly fine i wonder if i'm gonna pick the beyond next month 
I wonder. I wonder. We'll get, we'll get the Gates of Gates of Hell trilogy out of the way. You know, we can't. You can't. They can't well, all be not? big. Why not? Why not? They can't all be big hitters every month. Otherwise, we've got nothing to talk about then. No, that is true. And like so, I said, I did enjoy House by the Cemetery, so I, I would watch that. And again. I haven't seen that, so there yeah. we go. So yeah, that's uh, that's City of the Living Dead. Um, five, a good, a, a, a mid. Could have been better. Could it? It could have been uh, better. See me late. See me after. Could do better. I mean, again, not <laughs> haven't seen that many Italian horrors. Yeah. Haven't seen that many Fulci films. I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say he's. There's probably better ones there that you can. Yeah. Well, there are, you know, there are better ones there that you can watch. There are probably worse ones. If you're a completionist, you know, or you're particularly big on these kinds of films, or horror Italian horror films, or Fulci films in particular, then sure, go ahead. If you're looking for a zombie film and you think this is going to tick the boxes, maybe not. Mm. You know, it's. Mm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say rush and go and see it, but. No, 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 no. Maybe add it to your add it to your watch list. Yeah, down you know. the line if you want to check it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I that think is. Fair. That is City of the Living Dead. Uh, we mm. went longer than I thought we would have done. To be fair. Especially as, as soon as you said I hate it, I was like, we'll, I be, done. we'll be done in half hour. <laughs> We're going to be out of here as soon as possible. That's it. Um, See you next time, Fox. <laughs> but the fact is, we have a film next week that, I mean, granted, last film, Evil Dead Rise, we ne neither of us had seen, but we knew a lot about. We're familiar with Evil Dead, how, how things work. Next week, with The Outwaters yeah pretty much going in blind with this film mm -hmm. so this is going to be really interesting it's either going to be i think it's either going to be awful or it's going to be a sleeper hit but i've not heard too much about it in the way of great reviews and like re-releases or so a bit skeptical. when you when you say that do you mean you haven't heard any good reviews or you mean you haven't heard anything about it like I've not heard start. a lot of talk about it, really, right, especially yeah, from yeah. when it came out. Um, not a lot of buzz surrounding it. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Uh, it will, it will complete. It will bookend our watching the trailer, doing the trailer reaction to finally mm -hmm. watching the film. Uh, so yeah, that is next week, folks. Uh, the Outwaters, and um, following that, we will be looking at Wishmaster. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that will be fun. That will be a fun one. Um, I haven't seen that, that years and to cap off the month of May we're going to be part one of our not sure how long the series is going to be but our I'm going to say lo long running series mm -hmm. of uh, certainly the a longer running one yeah the monsters of Universal um, have you... we have we actually decided which one we're going to do first don't believe we had I don't think we have discuss that off off okay we'll, we'll talk about it. do you do you have the blu-ray handy uh i don't it's in the other room same uh we well we only decided to do this because we both have the blu-rays really yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's plenty of content to get through and discuss yeah you know, the... i mean it's it's the classic it's the classic universal monsters so you know yeah. dracula your frankenstein your wolfman invisible man etc etc 
Yep. So plenty. And I, I, to be honest, I don't think I have watched them all. No, I know I haven't. I think I, I've, I've four. I uh, see. I don't even think I've watched that many. I think I've. I think I've watched two of them. God, I'm, I'm so much more of a horror fan than you, Aiden. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm such a poser. Such a fair weather fan. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> Can't watch that. Yeah, it's in black and white. Um, the only thing so, yeah. to be subtitles. Yeah. Well, no, we'll have, to pick, to... we'll have to pick which one. Which yes, one we, we will. So that is the rest of May. And then Good. towards the end of May, we will be uh, announcing what's going to be coming in June. Uh, so plenty of stuff to come. Not really any well, I'm aware of any trailer reactions or trailers. I mean, I saw one that I was quite keen on. Evil Dead uh, talk to me. Looked okay. A girl that has like a hand, a severed hand. Which I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh no, one. I don't yeah. think I saw that trailer. Um, but no big trailers I think coming out that we can really look at. Not that I'm aware of. But if there are, we'll check them out. And they'll get yeah, I'll have to, to do, the YouTube. have to do a little bit of Googling and, and see what's coming up because there's nothing yeah. I'm aware of. Um, if we do do any, any trailer reaction content, it'll be uploaded to the YouTube, which is The Dreadcast. And you can find this episode and past content on that channel, along with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon. And you can find us on our socials just below. And the official Instagram and Twitter, the underscore dreadcast. Did I get all of it? Like, share, follow. Oh, that as well, yeah. As ever. Yeah, share just... with your family, friends, co-workers, <laughs> random people on the street, shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, just go um, up to someone and go, Oi! You heard about this podcast. Start start an aggressive <laughs> poster campaign. Whatever it takes, people, get the word out there. Um we will Anything be else? forever in your debt. Yeah, Anything thanks else? very much. For... Anything else we need to say? I think I think we've covered it. We've covered everything. Plug the new stuff. Plug the old stuff. Yeah, um, I guess it's still relevant. Go check out our Evil Dead our epi- previous episode on Evil Dead Rise. It's just come out. Um, it's doing really well. Um, I hope you'll like our. I don't really like one thing. I don't really class these as reviews. I kind of class them as discussions, maybe. Yeah. Um, our in-depth analysis of Evil Dead Rise, maybe. But go check it out. It's on the YouTube. It's on all those audio major audio platforms, and all past content. Um, right. Let's get the hell out of here. Right. Um, until next week, the Outwaters. They're spooky guys. <laughs>